Hey, everybody. This is Jamie from Burbank, and I just want to say that I am so appreciative of the GSPN community because it's a great place to meet what we call the imaginary friends who become true friends that you interact with on a daily basis. Um, I definitely suggest that everybody become a Plus member, and I'm just going to say that my main reason right now is because of Stephanie Unplugged, because it's my favorite show right now, and um, my dinner tonight is actually based off of one of Stephanie's recipes that she prattled on about in her um, Unplugged shows, so you should become a Plus member for the extra content and for Stephanie Unplugged, which is only available to the Plus members. Community Voice Podcast, episode number 18. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Community Voice Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and yet another episode of the 24-hour podcast marathon interviews. And um, we're going to be talking to Jamie Ditterline, who is the third person of the trio that is Girls Night In Radio. Jamie, welcome to the show. Thank you. So you basically just got in. I think you had to go pick somebody up from school? Yep, my daughter. She's three, and she had to be picked up from preschool by four today. And since I'm on the West Coast, I'm much earlier. It's really weird for me because I'm I'm recording all of these community voice podcasts back to back to back and back. And I feel like I'm saying the same things over again. But really, for the folks who are listening to these, they're they're a week apart from each other. And so I have to recall, remember, or remind myself, remember myself, <laughs> I have to remind myself that, uh, you know, that, that th- these are coming out, you know, just as normal podcast episodes. But uh, just like um, back when I talked to Maggie two weeks ago and uh, Rachel last week, if you will, uh, basically you have been around the gspn.tv community almost from the very beginning. Is that right? Yeah. I don't think you guys were too far into it when I stumbled upon podcasts. So, and I think you guys were one of the first, if not the first podcast that I listened to. And I, I assume that was the Lost Podcast. Yeah, it was. Very cool. And of of course, uh, you immediately were one of those people who, when we did live shows, you were there. And uh, I recall just uh, having lots of interaction in chat rooms. And, and I think you were one of the brave ones that would actually call in. I would before they passed the law in California that you couldn't use your cell phone while you're driving. Mm-hmm. I used to frequently call you while I commuted to work because I had a 45 minute drive and I would listen to podcasts in the car. So I would pause it and immediately call in and I actually had you on speed dial so that I didn't crash. (laughs) (laughs) And and I remember, this is Jamie from Burbank. Yep. (laughs) Which you're not in Burbank anymore, right? No, I still am. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So, uh, so you've been around forever. You, you have been calling ever since day one. I just want to say thank you for that. I mean, it really is what's, what's helped driven the passion and the excitement about podcasting and, now that you're a podcaster, you, you recognize that, don't you? Yeah, it makes such a difference to have people actually call in. gives you kind of a break of when you're doing the show, so you don't have to do all the talking. Plus, it tends to lead the discussion somewhere that maybe you wouldn't have gone. But you're welcome. I just can't help the fact that I talk a lot. So, And 
frequently use my telephone. So it just worked out that way. (laughs) Very nice. So tell us a little bit about Jamie. Oh, Lord. Um, (laughs) I will be 30. I'm joining Stephanie in the 30 Club in a couple months. I have a job that Rachel from the show and I like to say is like Chandler from Friends, where if I told you my title or what I did, you could nod politely, but you'd have no idea what I did anyway. It sounds much more impressive than it is. I work a lot of hours. I have a three-year-old daughter, like I mentioned before, and I just, that takes up all of my time, pretty much just working and taking care of my daughter. Wow. That, you know, I, I must say that it, when I when I meet a single mom, my hat is off to them. Of course, I don't usually wear a hat, but I, you have my respect. Let's just say it that way, because um, I, I, I cannot. Ima- I've actually been in charge of my three children uh, for like more than two hours at a time before. And it's it's not a pretty sight. I'm not a full-time single mom. I do. I mean, I have my boyfriend who's Allie's dad is around, but he works the opposite schedule that I do. Okay. So it's basically the same thing. Well, it, so, it, it's tough. Either, either, either way you go. Yeah, I ha- I was raised by a single mom, and let me tell you, my hat is off too. <laughs> so. Gotcha. Now, something I do know about you, I actually know a couple things, but one of the things that I do know about you is that you are obsessed with cooking or baking cakes. Yes, I am. I don't think not, I've ever... Not so are you baking, the baking a cake? Okay. The baking doesn't interest me nearly as much, but I am obsessed with decorating cakes. Are you decorating a cake right now? I'm not. You know, I haven't... I don't think I've done a cake since June. I've been really, really busy, but... Um, I do love to do it when I get a chance, but because I'm so obsessed with making it look like absolutely as perfect as I can, it takes me about a week of solid when I get home from work and put Allie to bed, about four hours a night for about a week straight. So I haven't had time to do it recently, but I do love it. Now, I've seen some of your cakes and they are absolutely spectacular and you can tell that that you are not satisfied with anything less than perfection now do you ever do that for any like side income for anybody no um i pretty much anybody who asks me to do one i will do it um all i ask is that they pay for the ingredients because sometimes that gets to be if i did it for free for everybody it would get pricey so i just ask that people pay for their own ingredients and then i'll do it for free really because, yeah. I mean, that that takes hours, doesn't it? Yeah. I just, I don't know. I feel like because I'm doing it from my home, I, I'm sure it's the exact same thing that you struggled with. Because I'm yeah. doing it from home in my spare time, I have trouble asking for money and I have trouble putting a price on it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, to me, it's much like the way you felt about podcasting at first. I feel like it's my hobby and I'm still perfecting it. So, I do it for free. Yeah, I, I definitely understand that. And it, that was the hardest thing for me going into business was actually deciding what do I charge people? And and then, of course, I, I realized what I needed to charge people. And I'm like, who's ever going to pay me for this? Right. That's how I feel, too. I'm like, if I added up the hours and what, yeah, I don't know if anybody would be able to afford it. So yeah. for now, if you ask, I provide. Well, just in case you're ever wondering, I will promise you that if you ask, they will pay. I, it, it's true. And and uh, but anyway, I, I've seen your cakes and they're worth paying for, and and uh, I think you. they're awesome. And you know, it's it's really cool whenever you take your pictures and share them online and stuff like that. 
So uh, anyway, I wanted to ask you, um, outside of decorating cakes and working all the time, of course, we're going to hold off on the podcast talk because we're going to we're going to do an episode after uh, after I have my brief, very quick dinner here after this interview. We're going to talk to both you or not both you, but uh, all of you, uh, Maggie and Rachel and yourself about Girls Night and Radio. So. If we can talk, is there anything else that's a, that that really interests you, excites you, hobbies outside of those things? Um, I would like to say that, like the other two, I enjoy knitting, but they haven't taught me yet. So <laughs> I would love to eventually get to the point where I knit. Right now, I can knit one very, very long string and never turn a corner. So if anybody is looking for shoelaces, I could make them those. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Um, I really like reality TV. I mean, I know it's stigma, you know, it's got a stigma to it, but I fully enjoy it. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I catch whatever I can on television. I'm avid with Survivor. Um, Survivor and Lost are my two favorite shows out of all of them. Um, and pretty much I've dropped off all other television this season, including Grey's Anatomy, because just don't have time. But um, I am an avid reader. I've read since I was a kid constantly. So we did an entire show about books because I got to pick the subject. But that's pretty much all the hobbies that I have. It takes up a lot of time. So, What kind of books do you like to read? I will read just about anything that I get my hands on. Um, I like to trade books with people because it gets expensive. I read, I think because I've read since I was a child all of the time, I read very fast so I can finish a book, like sitting down, I can finish a book in two or three hours. So I prefer to trade with people. So whatever they have, I'm good with. But um, fiction, biographies I like. I've listened to a not-so-flattering Steve Jobs biography recently that I really enjoyed. <laughs> you listen to a lot of podcasts too, though, right? Yeah, I listen to them while I'm working. Okay, so that's how you do it. So you have yeah. a job where you work insane amounts of hours, but you're also able to listen to uh, your your music all the time. Or yeah, your, your, I have a couple iPod. of people who work for me, but other than um, answering questions for them, I'm sort of isolated working with my computer. So I can plug in my earphones and it just makes everything go by faster. Gotcha. So I listen to back-to-back-to-back podcasts all day long. And then also, I don't like traffic, so not too long ago, I bought a new car, not entirely, but somewhat because it had an auxiliary jack so that I could listen to my iPod in my car without listening to the FM transmitter, which always had static. Nice. So, yeah. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> I had some... I had some other reasons that I needed sure, a new car, yeah. and I paid cash for it, so I don't have a car payment, and but I, yeah. And I'm sure that pea green was exactly what you were hoping for anyway, right? It could have been pea green. Um, I, Because I listen to my iPod all the time, I feel justified, and I'm also very into the gadgets. Whatever the latest iPod or gadget is, I tend to get, except I don't have an iPhone, which sort of makes me sad and sort of doesn't. Because I am very hard on phones, and yeah. I lose them or I break them. I went through nine in two years. So I feel like if I had an iPhone and I broke it, I would just about have to jump off a building. So <laughs> so for right now, I keep those separate. But what other kind of gadgets are you interested in and, and play around with? Um, you know what? I like, well, I like to listen to Buzz Out Loud. 
mm-hmm. um, from CNET. So I'm always listening to their reviews on the latest laptops, netbooks. I, I keep trying to convince myself that I, well, I go back and forth. Like, do I want a netbook? Do I not want a netbook? I have a lot to, laptop, so I'm not sure I could justify a netbook, but I really like having gadgets, so I really want a netbook. Gotcha. <laughs> so netbooks are my uh, latest obsession. <laughs> right. So, so um, now, what are you an Apple or a PC fan? Um, I have both a Mac and a PC. Which do you prefer to use most of the time? I use a PC most of the time. I prefer Macs for um, some photo editing and things like that, but PC mostly. Well, and that- I guess that's probably because I do a lot of work from home, so I need to use a PC. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, same here. I, I I prefer to do all video work on my Mac, and I prefer to do everything else on my PC. It's just a hard, our old habits die hard. Yeah, I used to, actually the first computer I used was a Mac. Really? Um, I used, yeah, I used to do in our high school. I grew up in San Dimas. You know, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. San Dimas mm-hmm. High School football rocks. <laughs> Right, but um, they had a really progressive program with computers. Where I took an actual computer layout class, where I learned how to edit newspapers, um, newsletters, um, use Quirk Express, and all of that was done on the Mac. So that was my first real experience with computers. But it just seems like once you start going into the business world, everything is PC based. So I just sort of got used to it. Are you using Vista at home? I am using Vista, but. I don't particularly like Vista, but I am using it. Gotcha. I don't I've know gotten anybody... used to it, but it's the driver issue. Yeah. Seems like I have to get new drivers all of the time. Let me ask you this. How long have you been using Vista? Um, well, we, got, we have more than one PC at home. So on one of our PCs, we got Vista the day it came out. Like I told you I like gadgets and new things, right. <laughs> new technology. So we did get Vista the day it came out on that. Um, and then I got a new laptop about a year ago and it came with Vista and I didn't downgrade to XP. So have you had any blue screen of death with Vista? I have not. However, now I feel like I need to knock on wood. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, my main, my biggest problem that I've had with Vista actually came, um, in the form of an audio driver. At one point the audio driver became corrected and, I would have my microphone plugged in and it would never see the microphone. It took about two weeks of research to finally figure out exactly what the problem was, find the right driver and install it. And then everything's been fine since then, except I've had to do the same thing like twice. Yeah. So. And, and that, that's the biggest problem I have uh, with consulting clients. I, they consistently ask me, what should I get? What should I get? And I always say, we have to get you a, a machine with XP on it. And it never fails. Uh, about 75% of all my clients go out and get a Vista machine. And they're consistently calling me time and time again, Cliff, I don't know what's going on. It was working last time. And it's like, what we need to do is we need to download the driver. And matter of fact, let's just keep it on your hard drive. because exactly. Because <laughs> about once every two to three months you're going to have to reinstall your drivers as if they never existed before. Right. It's just absolutely ludicrous. But anyway, um, they're coming out with a new version of Windows called Windows 7. Have you heard about yeah, that? Yeah, I've heard that. 
Um, I've, I'm worried that they're going to rush it again, so I'm not going to buy it the first day this time. Now, I, I've, I've listened to the, the Twit podcast. Did you hear the one where the, he had the three guys that have already seen a lot of uh, Seven? No. Well, I, I will tell you that from what I understand is that Vista was a rush job. I, and I've said this from the, from the very first day that I owned a Vista machine, which uh, lasted in my house here probably about three weeks. Yeah, I remember uh, that. And uh, I, Windows Vista is is the the modern day Windows ME, right? It's, and actually, I had a computer at work up until maybe two years ago that was still running ME, and nobody could do anything with that I, computer. I, it was a very expensive paperweight. That's exactly what any ME machine was: is a paperweight. Yeah, uh, Windows ninety eight was was 10 times superior to Windows ME. You know, I don't see that XP's all that broken right now. <laughs> no, that, so that, that's exactly... if I really need to fix it. Well, that's exactly it. I mean, I'm I'm running two systems, or actually three systems in our home with Windows XP, and every single machine that I buy, I make sure that immediately we wipe off the, whatever Vista comes with it, completely start from scratch with Windows XP. It, it's just... It, it, I will not own a Vista machine because I just had so many issues and and so many clients have had issues and and it's just it's just a headache to even consider it. But uh, I will tell you that that from what I heard, Windows Seven, it's not built on the Vista framework. It's a it's a complete under reworking of everything. So, uh, but the problem is, of course, obviously they're always trying to do backward compatibility and and that's right. always going to be an issue. So anyway, welcome to our tech cast. <laughs> That's all right. I, I totally did. Uh, I don't. You weren't here yet, but I did a, a show with my friend Robert Johnson, and it totally turned into like this faith-based about the church kind of podcast. But uh, you know, hey, it's it, it, it's all about this show is all about helping people understand you know who these people are in the community. Now you're very active in uh, communicating, not just with the the girls that we're going to be talking to here shortly that you do a podcast with, but you also interact with many other people in the gspn.tv community. What are some of your favorite ways to interact with others? Um, yeah, I'm pretty much all about Twitter mm-hmm. now. Um, my New Year's resolution actually is to get back into touch with some of the people that I've lost touch with because I've been so busy lately. So Twitter has been the only way that I've been in touch with a lot of people. Right. Um, something about that 140 characters doesn't feel like so much pressure. Right. So um, that's pretty much all I've been doing. I tried out Plurk. It was too much pressure. I felt took too long to read everything and I didn't really like the whole karma issue. So I'm pretty much a Twitter girl now. And I actually heard I heard Maggie, I believe it was, say in a podcast recently, who still uses MySpace? Uh-huh. I have to say that I do still check MySpace because there's one person who blogs on there that whose blog I like to read. So, Maggie, me, I still use MySpace. Now, does those, do those MySpace blogs have RSS feeds or no? They do. I've just actually never taken the time to subscribe. And there are a few people from high school that I know still actively go on to MySpace. So I just look at what they've posted and the blog. So I sign on once a day for about three minutes. Well, that so, makes sense. I mean, it, you yeah. know, it, it, my, my suggestion is always go where your friends are. Right. And, and I tried out Facebook and 
I don't know. I just, I guess I have a short attention span because I stop going to all of them. <laughs> or I'm a creature of habit. You can find me on Twitter now. And what and is your? That's all I'm promising. <laughs> and what's your Twitter ID? It's Jamers327, and it's J-A-I-M-E-R-S 327. Very cool. Thank you so much, Jamie. I am going to uh, let everybody know that you can catch Jamie on a podcast that she produces with friends. Just in case you don't hear the Podcast Answer Man episode uh, right away, uh, you can go to girlsnightinradio.com. Is that right? Yep, that's right. Sorry, okay. spaced out. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> and of course, uh, she's already given you her Twitter ID, and of course, you'll be able to see her around uh, a lot of the live shows and stuff like that. And we're uh, almost positive whenever we do a Lost Podcast, she will be there decorating a cake in the background. <laughs> Thank you, Jamie. You're welcome.